What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining us, as always, my good friend, Mr. Jason Kupsik, and a special guest tonight, we brought back Rick Rose. What's up, gentlemen? You said special, like emphasize special. I, hey, how's it going? I had to. Because <laughs> Lord only knows where this conversation is going to go in the next 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm drinking. I know that Rick is drinking. I can see it, the beer can in his hand. I wish, I wish uh, somebody would pay us to drink on the air. That would be amazing. Oh. If we could get somebody to pay us to drink on the air, that would be... You guys aren't getting paid? Oh God, we don't get paid diddly shit, man. <laughs> this is There's a l- all kinds of people out there that are uh, offering all kinds of wonderful things, but there's always yeah. a catch with them. Oh, yeah. It's it's getting a little ridiculous, honestly. Everybody wants to give you, give you stuff, but it definitely comes at a price, so... It's a little weird. So... But what the hell's up with you guys? What's new? Go ahead, Rick. They hear me every week. <laughs> Did we lose Rick? I can't hear him. I could see him. Um, yeah, I forgot to put my microphone on mute because I was opening a beer. But uh, <laughs> okay. so there we go. First, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, why can't he? But no, uh, everything's been going good. I started filming on a project called Strange Curiosity with uh, Brad Kling from Ghost Lab. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, just doing all kinds of stuff. We filmed the documentary e- uh, "Brush with Evil" too, and oh and shit, all man. kinds of other stuff coming. I up. wasn't invited on that. Oh, that's horse shit. <laughs> oh god. It's I mean, it, it's your baby, Josh, and we do this show together. We do do this show together, and I just said do do. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold it against you, but I will remember it after the worms, and you need my help. That's right. After our you guys are nice fighting day. off the zombies together, and Jason's like, "You remember that time you didn't invite me?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's laughing that now, bitch? <laughs> trip shit, you're running, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! No, it's been a uh, it's been a weird day, man. Like I tell you, it's been snowing here, and it's just shitty and cold and. The weather people were like, oh, we're only going to get like an inch. And then now there's like five inches out there. And I'm like, God dang it. Like, it's terrible. I fucking hate snow. So it's like every it's like every other day in Iowa. <laughs> yeah, basically. Except <laughs> you, two weeks ago, it was 50 degrees. Actually, last week it was 50 degrees for a day. And then like the bottom drops out and it, it makes no sense to me. I just had the vision of you running out the door really fast, hitting the ground on your knees and stretching your arms up to the sky and going, why (laughs) do I live in Iowa? I'm not going to say that hasn't happened at least three times just today. So (laughs) it's been ridiculous over here. So for tonight's episode, we wanted to discuss ghosts. I mean, it's it's a fairly broad topic and something that I mean, obviously, we've covered on the show, but uh, I think we're going to get a little more in-depth with ghosts in general. Wouldn't you agree, sir? Yeah, I wanted to... I was thinking, we've been talking about some really crazy stuff lately, which (laughs) I love talking about. I know our listeners love, too, but I wanted to go back to one of the basics of the paranormal field, 
And I know that since I've been on the show, we haven't done a, you know, a ghost show per se. Right. We've done types of ghosts. But I thought it would be fun to talk about the different kinds of ghosts out there. And all of the, there's all kinds of crazy ones all over the world that are specific that are even named that are really interesting to talk about. So just as a, I don't know, a general scope of everything, like how would you classify or what would you classify as a ghost? Mm, that's, a, that's a hard question. It's a bitch, isn't it? Because, it's a uh, bitch. And, and, and I, as you know, and as probably our listeners know by now, I try not to classify something or right. label something. I try to keep it as anything as possible. But I would say that the idea of a ghost is a dead, the soul of a dead person exactly. sticking around after life. You know, actually, I, I looked it up, and it does say, an apparition of a dead person that is believed to appear or become uh, manifest to the living, typically as a nebulous image. How, how crazy is that Ooh, shit? I like that word. Nebulous? Yeah. That's a big word. That's what I... I'm like, I'm going to have trouble with this. <laughs> That's the way I've always looked at it, though, with, like... Uh, with, I've always seen it as the ones that you can you see apparitions and everything right um with spiritual entities it's more of the stuff the unseen force um so that's how i've always explained it was ghosts or something you can see spirits are just the unseen force sure that yeah. sounds good to me i like that well and i think i don't know man like because like there's so many different things that i mean especially like the three of us have experienced and you can't necessarily classify it all as just, oh, it was a ghost. Up, oh, it was a ghost. Because no, it, it wasn't a ghost. It was a ghost, but it's not. So we wanted to get into some of the classifications uh, of ghosts and, and things of that nature, especially when it comes to like different cultures as well. Isn't that right, Jason? You found a lot of shit. Yeah, well, I mean, when I... The stuff that I looked up on other cultures... Uh, specifically, I was looking for folklore-type spirits right. that are s- still talked about and sometimes feared e- even today. Very nice. Um, I thought that would be fun to talk about. some of the, And the, a lot of them mirror different ones. They just have different names in different parts of the world. Okay. So what was the, uh, the first one that you came up with? Well, I mean, do you want to jump right into that, or do you want to talk about the difference between like residual and intelligent and a few other kinds? Oh, we could do that. Yeah, we could absolutely do that. Other ones. Now, it's it's interesting that you you bring that shit up because I've I've personally experienced both, and I'm sure you guys have as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've experienced obviously the intelligent haunts. But you've also experienced the residual type haunts. And they're very, very different. You can almost tell. I guess if you've been doing it a while, you could almost tell what's going on. Um, Rick, what what's your experience been with uh, a residual type haunting? I would say the, the biggest one that sticks out in my mind was is Malvern Manor. Yeah. Um, how you have the guy that roamed the halls and you can hear him walking you can hear his keys uh you can hear him whistling right. that's just something that he did on a daily basis 
So it's just something that occurs over. It's like a tape or record just being played over and over and over. So, yeah, no matter really, no matter what's going on around, it's just replaying itself. Yeah, they're just like stuck in that loop. I mean, it's got to suck. But, um, well, I mean, do you just, think that there, I mean, there, there could conscious. be more one kind of residual. Could it be just an echo of something and it's not actually the soul or whatever you want to call it? And then there's just, um, yeah, like something that's stuck there and can't control what it's doing. Right. I mean, and the thing about residual and intelligence that's hard for investigators is a lot of the time you only spend a night in a place. And unless you have feedback from the people that either live there, work there, it's hard to tell the difference between the two because you're only experiencing it once. Sure. I know it's one of the uh, the biggest, I don't know, residual type things. Really, the first experience I ever had with a residual type haunting was at the Velisca House uh, here in Iowa. And it was really weird because it seemed to be triggered by uh, the train that would roll through town. Which, I mean, it's fairly close to the train tracks anyway. I mean, you're going to hear that train. Um, but it seemed like whenever the train would come through town like the mood entirely just shifted um and it it really felt heavy inside this house um but i mean we captured a lot of weird freaking evps during that time then that the train would be going through um a lot of weird shit um it is almost as if then it was triggering the murders themselves. Um, well, see, that's the funny the thing. The funny thing about that is, uh, you said you had your EVPs working when I was in there in 2014, May of 2014. Yeah, we tried. I think it was like five or six different EVP recorders, and none of them would work. It was like this thing was shutting them down. Really, hit the record button, set them down, go back to them, and they'd either be turned off, drained, or malfunctioning somehow. And we tried six. So for you to be catching that residual, and then I was in there May of 2014, and we were catching the intelligence, that house right there alone. I mean, no matter what you did that night. Yeah. And I know, like, when I did it, I know, like, this was way back in, I mean, shit, we'll call it 2004, 2003, something like that, when we were doing this. Um long before it was really booked out every freaking night for months on end. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe that had something to do with it as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know for sure. But it's very, very weird that, you know, you, you're sitting there and you're interacting with something that would seem like an intelligent type haunting. Um, and it's answering questions and you're literally rolling a ball back and forth and, and things that are really amazing and creeptastic at the same time. And then all the activity just dies completely. And it just remains completely stagnant until that train comes through and then shit hits the fan. It's interesting that it's uh, triggered by the uh, uh, train. The only thing I can come up with that is is the noise would would somehow muffle 
what was going on in the house. Well, I have I've read a story about something. It's not triggered, but it's it's almost the same in the sense it seems to be attached to something. Well, it wouldn't be attached to the train, but one of the first or the first first book that put out, uh, Jason and Grant put out. I read. They talked about stories that they had done or cases that they had done before they had the show, and one of them was it was an old like farmhouse and a single guy lived there it was his family you know it was his parents house and his grandparents house stuff like that he was there by himself and every day around a certain time he would hear somebody go down the stairs into the living room and go out the front door and he he wanted to get rid of it so he started taking things out of the house because he thought he thought in his head that there was something that was attached to something there started removing oh. everything from the house he actually completely tore down the house and well he he got to the point where after removing everything and then removing the floor and putting a new floor and in the stairs putting new stairs and putting you know remodeling the entire house and it was still happening he tore down the entire house put it back up and then it was gone wow he didn't reuse any of the materials either he just rebuilt it the way it was before so <laughs> holy that, shit that instance it seems like it was jewels attached to something there that he couldn't seem to remove it unless he removed everything. Right. Hmm. That's really interesting, though. So let's move on, then. Let's, uh, you know, let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little more then about, you know, let's say there's already a haunting established, okay. Um, but now let's let's really get into some some weird type classifications of said spirit. You know what I mean? So obviously, I mean, there's what? There's the, you know, poltergeist, obviously, which is just a German term for for noisy ghost. Yes. Um, now, with that, it's not necessarily... It, this is just my opinion, guys. I, I want that to be perfectly clear. But I, I don't necessarily see poltergeist activity as, as a ghost, necessarily. I it a lot of it is triggered by a lot of like tension maybe in the family it seems like um teenage girls especially um things of that nature um but it doesn't seem like it's necessarily a ghost like we would consider like a disembodied you know apparition or anything like that wreaking havoc it just seems like there's a lot of weird tension in the air and weird shit happens so basically, you're blaming it on 13 year old females <laughs> who get mad at their parents. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> our, our minds are capable of doing all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely think it's a high possibility that it is a prepubescent child that's coming into puberty and not being able to you know you know obviously most people at that age they can't really control their emotions and being able to do something you don't even know you're doing right i i believe that that's definitely probably but it, you know it could be any number of things do you think that it's an actual spirit though do you think that it's a manifestation or is it that all of these raw emotions and things are what's manifesting this spirit then you mean you think that it's 
is yeah that's what i'm um, saying do you think it's the, the 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 emotions are calling uh, possibly calling a spirit there or inviting it in in, in we essence know, we yes. know that it, us three know oh that things spirits can be powerful if they want to be sure or uh you know um and can and can do some pretty amazing things that we can't explain. So yeah, it's definitely possible that it's an actual spirit there. Um, nice. Now, I would guess that that kind of spirit would would probably be something that wasn't ever human, if it was a spirit. I would I would tend to agree with you on that. See, I've always thought it was somebody that was alive and it was just trying to gain attention. A lot of people think of like chairs being thrown and right. and stuff being tossed across the room, but no, it's something as simple as it. That's what a poltergeist is. So it could be just somebody trying to get your attention. Yeah, well, it all it, depends on how narrow you want your definition to be on poltergeist. That's definitely true. Well, and I always like kind of, I don't know. Whenever somebody is telling me something or whatever, I always try to put myself in that position. So in this particular case, you try to put yourself in the position of a spirit. A spirit, mind you, that has uh, the mental capability of to know what's going on, know its surroundings, and know for a fact that it's fucking dead. But what it's trying to do is, like, like Rick said, you know, communicate. Just communicate. Now, if you try for, let's say, 10 years to communicate and nobody's paying attention, I'd probably throw some shit, too. You know what I'm well, saying? You, you, also, you also have to think, too, because, I mean, you're like me. I pass away. I'm going to become a poltergeist because I'm going to be annoying. I'm going to be that smart ass. You stay the fuck out of my bathroom, just, buddy. You yeah. stay out of my yeah, bathroom. When you, when you go to the bathroom, you drop your drawers just to start. I'm going to knock on the door or something. <laughs> but it's just it's something like that. I Did mean, I tell you, you that gotta, happened to me? That exact, that exact same I remember thing you happened. Talking to me. about that. that, I mean, it was what a few months ago or whatever. Scared the shit out of me. Like I was whatever, but I mean, I literally, on the toilet. yeah, exactly. But I had just got to the toilet, sat down, and like knock, knock, knock on the doors. Weird shit, man. Weird. So for just, just was not me. Huh. <laughs> All right, so let's talk real quickly, and I don't want to spend too much time on it because I believe the paranormal community has spent too much time on it. Sure. Demonic uh, hauntings. I believe it's, you know, they're definitely out there. I think that they're way overplayed. Everything's demonic these days. I think you guys kind of agree with me on that, but maybe not. No, I would totally agree with you. I think the demonic stuff is, you know, it's everything's getting bigger and better and darker, like we've said before in the past. Um, You know, but. I don't know. I don't I don't think it's that I don't know. It's it's a phenomenon that doesn't happen that often. I know that. I do know that. And not as often as people would you know want you to believe. I think I guess we'd have to first say that demonic is something that wants to cause harm and is evil and probably i don't i don't for me i wouldn't say a spirit of a person could ever be demonic they could be evil sure um but i think the demonic cases or that that term is used way too much today for any little thing a scratch is not demonic in my opinion i mean how do you feel about rick 
I don't think it's I don't think every scratch is demonic. I mean, because like when people get scratched, like, oh my god, it's three. He's mocking the holy trial. How do you know? I mean, right. you couldn't you couldn't hear that that thing talking. Um with my my stuff, I don't even try to use the word demonic. Um, because number one, I'm not a demonologist. I I haven't studied all the demonic entities out there. Um, so I'm, I'm always using evil. Uh, right. Because that's just the way to claim it. I mean, there's evil in living. There's evil in dead. I mean, just because people pass away doesn't mean they're all going up there and singing hallelujah, <laughs> sitting around a campfire. I mean. Yeah. And that is yeah, one I've thing always, that I would suggest, too, is that, you know, kind of the personality you have in life, you're going to kind of carry that along with you. Uh, into yeah. the into the next life, so yeah, that's what I was going to mention. There's every kind of personality and every kind of level of evil or love in this world as humans. It would be the same, sure, on the other side. Absolutely, and in my the thing, opinion, the thing with demonic too is uh, the word sells. People want cheap thrills, sure. So everybody's writing books and everybody. I mean, look at the TV shows now. Everything's went dark and. You got the, the, the demonic hunters and, and yes. all this stuff. People got to realize that a demonic entity is few and far between. Um, no, I mean, the paranormal phenomena is it's rare, too. But you, you, you're you basically cutting that in like one eighth yes, when you're coming exactly. to demonic. I mean, the demonic guys, the, the demonic entity is not going to tell you its name and it's not going to do all this other crazy stuff that people say because I mean one of the stages of exorcism is driving that demonic force out by name so why would it give you its name that's just one thing you got to realize when people are like I talk to a demonic force on my my little app or my my little spirit box it's just (laughs) it's terrible and people just (laughs) but they use the word to sell and that's that's the wrong thing to do yeah in all honesty I think people are going to uh, be playing around with this stuff and you know end up biting off more than they can chew you know I mean that's just the bullshit that that happens and it's a harsh reality but it does happen so well and the one thing i've always brought up too is look at these last five ten years right. on how everybody's been messing with this stuff and yes. look at all the anger and hate in the world right now yeah, yeah i mean the, the the veal is thinning but with them doing this crap i mean you never know i mean look at the the, the um baltimore riots everybody yeah. was blaming ouija con for it because it was right then and there <laughs> right so, right uh, I haven't seen this uh, demonic hunters or anything, but I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that if they're playing with fire, they're going to get bit, and they're probably not going to know what to do with it when they do actually come across it. Yeah, I, I haven't. I don't even know if that's the name of the, the show or anything. I watched it. I seen a, a little ad for it, um, I and I was like, yeah, it is something like that, though. It's pretty close to that. Whatever you know, demonic hunters or something like that. Yeah, it's something similar to that. And I'm, I'm not bashing. Okay, let me put this out here. I'm not bashing the guys on the show. No, um, they're they're getting paid to do it. So hey, right. <laughs> to their own. But it's just it, it's giving people that notion that everything is demonic, and it's just it's terrible. So let's talk about doppelgangers. Just for a yeah. second, we did a whole show on it, but we we should mention it. Uh, you know, in this category. Yeah, doppelgangers is uh. It's really cool, um, interesting phenomenon that does happen. Um, And, I mean, there are thousands of cases and thousands of stories out there. You know, basically it was like, oh, yeah, I was talking to uh, Uncle Jimmy or whatever. And, 
you know, had a full on conversation with Uncle Jimmy and then Uncle Jimmy pulled into the driveway and I wasn't talking to Uncle Jimmy at all. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> People are left like scratching their heads. It's it's really crazy, crazy stuff. So, Have you ever come across a case of a doppelganger, Rick? I haven't personally, no. I've heard stories, but um, I can't say that. I mean, I've had instances where, like, you're walking around town and you think you see somebody. Right. And you're just like, oh, that could have been your twin. But yeah. uh, I've never actually worked a doppelganger case. Now, I've always been told that if you do see your doppelganger, you're supposed That's to be like, you're supposed of- to die. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want everyone to I think we, Josh and I, you and you and I, pretty much came to the conclusion that it, it, it at the end of the episode that it's a different type of thing than the other kind of hauntings, but it right. could be an intelligent type of haunting just trying to trick you. Exactly. You want to hear a creepy story real quick regarding doppelgangers, and there, this literally just happened um, about uh, two weeks ago or something like that. Now, it wasn't obviously to me. Uh, but it was a, a couple people. Um, now, I just was told this story or whatever, so I don't necessarily know these people, but they were uh, having a conversation in their living room, just uh, man and wife, having this conversation, and they overheard another conversation going on. What's well, interesting about that, they then obviously stopped talking to listen harder and it was a conversation, like a shouting match between the two. And they had gotten in a, into a fight like the week prior. Um, but it was those two's argument from a week ago that they were basically re-listening to. They're like, what the hell is that? And they're like, oh, my echo. God, that's us. You know, it was really, really crazy stuff. So, yeah, I had that's never. Cool. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. So. I gotta mention orbs because some people think that that's actually a different thing than just dust. But sure. yeah, I do believe that there are orbs out there. I've actually <laughs> seen balls of light floating through a place with my own eyes. Um, now I've, yeah. I've seen I've seen the uh, I've seen the uh, phenomenon as well um, with my own. But eyes. I don't think that any of the photos that. I, I don't know if I can say that I've seen a photo that I would call right an orb. It's just so Personally. easily dismissible because it could be anything. You know, it could be dust, it could be moisture, it could be reflection or refraction of light. It could be all I mean a thousand different things. Is what it could be. So I see this I'm not I won't name any names. There won't be any names set on this. There is an individual that posts on social media that does recovery and it's of orbs and what this person does is they they zoom in and then they start to outline it and they they say like oh this was elvis or this was uh colonel so and so yeah and um it's all down in like this this person in their basement and all these spirits are supposed to come through it and it's all orb photos and I'm not a big believer. Anybody that knows me knows I don't believe in orbs. Um, I have seen some light anomalies happen right. that make you scratch your head, like stuff that take a weird path. But regular orbs, like people posting photos with their camera light on on their cell phone, you're going to see dust flying in the air. 
Everywhere. And people hate it when they send me a message and be like, oh, can you check this out? And I was like, and I asked them, is it an orb? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, send it to somebody else. <laughs> so I just, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to waste my time on a piece of dust. Right. And then they get the angry last, with you. The last run-in I've had with an orb person, he wasn't even in the field. It was a client. I won't name him, but he was seeing these balls of light outside of his uh, condo over his porch. And he sent me a hundred pictures and they were all his iPad reflecting off the glass. And I looked through all of them, but yeah, you have to look in, you know, into what it could be. Uh, I'm not telling people that if you believe what you want to believe, I don't want to affect that you, you believe it, go for it. Yeah. And I would totally, but I'm never going to tell anybody that even if it looks like its own light source and its own thing, I'm going to say there's too much other stuff it could be. Right. It's yeah. just it's just so many things that it could be that it's it's very hard to to say definitively. You there's no way to say definitively it's it's a spirit. That's the bitch of it. And I think that's why a lot of us have just stopped with the orb thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's okay, why we so probably just stopped. Let's move on to this one actually is a reflection of that one. This is the mysterious lights, like the Joplin lights close to us. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. There's actually a term, ignis fatus, um, mystery lights that float around. And uh, they're thought to be spirits that are able to show light. Um, I've never seen them. The one experience I, well, I, that, that, that's not what I meant. I, I've seen balls of light where I was. Well, I went down to to see the Joplin lights once we spent a whole night where we were supposed to see them and all these you know teenagers would show up and stoners and oh god one of these kids we actually have it on recording somewhere he was so baked and he was sitting there staring at this light across the road that what it was it was a tower light I knew this was a tower light so I don't know what he that's what I think he was looking at but he I shit you not said Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. Because <laughs> he it was like all these colors in his head. <laughs> I can't even do the fucking show anymore. I can't even talk. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. That's quote of the year right there. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. I'm sorry. I'm taking that little clip right there of Jason saying that. And I'm putting that at the beginning, middle, and end of every show. And it's just going to be like little Easter eggs that pop up. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. That was the best. Oh, Dude, that came out of nowhere. Like, that was amazing. I thought he was just going to say something like, dude, you know, but that was amazing. Oh, God. So if I was catching this correctly, he was just looking at, like, tower lights or tower lights. It looked like a radio tower, whatever those, the big towers. We have them all over town here. Um, off in the distance. That's what I, there was a few lights out there. One of them was a street light and the other one was this. Um, radio, this tower light, and that's the one that I'm pretty sure he was looking at. But yeah, so I mean, you, but you didn't actually get to see the the Joplin spook light at all, then? 
no, I, I do want to see it. And I don't necessarily think that the, I, I definitely think the stoner kid wasn't looking at the job, you know, the Joplin spook light, but I definitely think it's possible. I mean, sure. there's so many stories of these lights floating around everywhere. That's awesome though. Now, didn't they try to uh, disprove that or at least debunk it in some way on, it was like fact or faked or something like that. Yeah, they. Well, I don't know if they had that one on Factor Fake. They did a. Uh, we, and we we should we should all go down there and experience this because yeah, there's should. another there's there's a guy down there called um, oh I can't remember he's like Crazy Legs something he's actually the one of the inspirations for the tow truck on cars. Oh, like literally, that's it's on his business card. Yeah, he gives you a business card. He's like Crazy Legs, whatever his name is. He's in t- the town of. Um, uh, I don't remember, but I know I have it down somewhere. I still have his business card, but he will take you out there and show you the the spook lights for a case of beer. Oh hell! I think we're gonna have to make an episode on this. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. I'll try to find his thing, anyways. Um, Yeah, that should be a great time. But yeah, I definitely think that there's some explained ones, but there's some definitely unexplained ones still out there. Right. No, that's good stuff, though. Now, you were saying earlier, I know you and I were kind of texting back and forth uh, throughout the day. You said something about, um, was it Japan that you were talking about? Yeah, Japanese, they have all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I would like to mention before we get on to the other one, there's a wraith, which is thought to be the ghost Ooh. of a person who's on the verge of te- death. Who's not even dead yet? That there's this is that kind of goes along with the doppelganger, that their spirit can be elsewhere from their body. There's the old hag, that can be classified as possibly something different. And this one, I love this name, the spirit of people that haunt mines are called knockers. Yeah, I've heard of knockers. I've always thought knockers were something else. (laughs) (laughs) What was that be? What I was just going to ask, because um, like you brought up the whole Wraith thing and how uh, family members can be seen in other places. Um, now, let's switch the roles a little bit. When somebody is passing away, isn't it isn't it true that like relatives will come down and receive the... I definitely think up? that's a thing because uh, even doctors will tell you that, that people that are close to death will sit in there and talk to what they believe is their dead ancestors or right you know close relatives that have passed on well yeah because i mean i bring up the fact that um i bring it up for a reason because on christmas eve my uncle passed away from cancer um they actually took him to the hospital and then the hospital gave us the choice to bring him back to the house and have everybody around and just put him in his favorite chair and let him go um basically sat in his house while he was just clean um but it was on Christmas Eve, and I told I looked at my mom, and when I when I first walked in there, I looked at her and I said, "Uncle Gary or Uncle Gary's going." She's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "When we were kids, everybody gathered on Christmas Eve, the whole family." And I said, "He's been stubborn. They gave him two weeks to live back in like October, the end of October, and he fought that long." Well, the thing was, and I told her, I said, "I think it's a sign." I said, "The family has gotten." so spread out way for them uh, like a divine intervention to bring everybody back in on Christmas Eve and I said Aunt Renee's here, Grandma's here Grandpa's here, I said everybody that's passed on they're all here, they're receiving him 
but it's their way of getting the whole family in. And it was just, it was something that was touching. I mean, it was a somber moment, but just to, to be there on Christmas Eve and to relive those memories with the whole family. That's a pretty um, cool. We didn't see him. That's a pretty cool moment right there, pal. Yeah. And that's what I said. I said, this is a sign that we need to bring the family back together. We have to do this Christmas thing that we did for so many years before Aunt Renee passed away and Grandma passed away and, and Uncle Jerry passed. I mean, everybody's passed, but um, it was just that way of it happening. And I said, wow. here's our sign. Well, and that's, let's like, honestly, that's what the, the thought is, is they are there to ease the fear of passing on of the person passing mm-hmm. on. Um, and I, I, I would definitely see that as probably what it is. I mean, that's if, if I was passed on and I was able to come back and visit somebody that was um, scared, because I mean, I couldn't imagine being knowing it's coming. And even if you make peace with it, yeah. you're going to be scared. I, I would want to come back and comfort that person. Well, my I was talking to my aunt. She did say the last thing that my uncle uh, Jerry had said or Gary had said to her that he had a brother. They were twin brothers. It was Gary and Jerry. Um, uncle Gary, when he passed on New Year's Eve, I mean, on Christmas Eve, he uh, he looked at her and he said, uh, he said, I'm not going to make it through this. one." And that was the last thing he had ever said to her. And like four hours later, we were calling a funeral home. So, wow. but he knew, he knew, he said, I'm not going to make it through this one. And yeah. she literally looked at him and she said, no, I looked at him and said, don't you talk like that. We're getting you to the hospital. And not three and a half, four hours later, he was passing in his house. Wow. So, but they know, and that's true. You just brought up that point. So, yeah, that's very interesting stuff though, buddy. But at the same time, like you said, a very cool moment to, uh, to be a part of. At the same time, yeah, it's sad and all that bullshit. But at the same time, it's yeah. it's a it's a pretty beautiful thing too. When you stop and really look at the broad stroke of it. So. And you know, the thing was, I was telling my family is like us as paranormal investigators, we we deal with death differently. Yeah. Um, we deal with that whole side of the realm. I mean, we're constantly talking to them. We're constantly trying to make contact with somebody or doing this or doing that. So when I'm sitting in there and I'm 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 at like his couch watching him take his final breaths i i'm this is just the beginning to a whole nother world so i mean it was sad but then again i was like he's pain free and now maybe i'll be able to talk to him on the other side exactly wow well and he'll be there waiting for you most likely exactly yeah that's what i was just gonna say too Well, I mean, waiting kind of sounds like he's just sitting around waiting for you because you're so important. But, yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) Uncle Gary's up there drinking a Miller Lite right now. He's up there in Miller Lite heaven, so. Hell, yes. (laughs) That's a good idea. I'm actually, yeah, I'm taking a sip of Amaretto. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I've ever had Amaretto. I tell you what, Amaretto is, to me anyway, kind of like the nectar of the gods. That and Jägermeister and Jack Daniels. Those three things right there, I'm a happy guy. I'm a happy guy. (laughs) In more ways than one, probably. (laughs) I'll tell you that the the 35 minutes that we've been on, uh, I'm just going to show you the carnage. 
<laughs> All right. Doing work. Doing work, man. I'm on my third one for the show as well. I mean, uh, you had one more, I think. But, you know. So you're gonna. So yeah, we're all having. You guys a are gonna time. get. You guys are gonna get wild, get a little crazy, get start getting lippy. <laughs> yeah, folks, stay around for the second hour where it is ectoplasm <laughs> gone wild. <laughs> <laughs> the second hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that would be good stuff. That would be good stuff. Now, now we can start talking about the. Uh, the Japanese stuff that you that we were going to talk about before, also. Yeah, let's talk about a few different things. But we could actually turn an entire show into just the different da- oh, yeah. Japanese spirits out there. Oh yeah. Uh, I there's one here I have down that I just I I found really cool. Um, Gash Adokuro is a Japanese Japanese folktale. A giant skeleton, many times taller than a human made from the bones of people who have starved to death. After midnight, the ghost roams the streets, making a ringing noise that sounds in the ears. If you don't run away, he will bite your head off. Holy hell. <laughs> they got <laughs> imagination. I mean, I'll give them that. But, bite your I mean, damn head it's, off. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, skeleton, a skeleton that will come bite your head off. Jason, have you been on Creepypasta again? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> oh. I actually did a lot of research for this show. Hell yeah. That's good stuff, though. So how about this one? This one is, um, let's see. The Well, there's here's another head-eating ghost, the Kubikajira, a head-eating Japanese ghost. Smells like fresh blood, seen around graveyards. It's headless. And if it can't find its own head, it will try to eat your head. Now, how the hell is it going to eat it? I, I, I stuff it down the stump. <laughs> Just shove it down the stump. Oh my god! I'm going to stump eat You're this guy. You're getting cold tonight, man. I'm going to stump eat this guy. You watch. <laughs> he's talking with all his buddies. He's like, watch me go stump eat this some bitch. You watch. <laughs> oh my god. And another thing too, how do you how do you how can you recognize the smell of blood? Because I've never smelt enough blood where I'm like, ooh, that's blood. I don't know, I man. know. I know it smells like iron. I've smelled blood before. I know it smells like iron, but I would think that it smells like metal. Like for me. Yeah. I haven't been around it enough. I if I was around it, I would think, oh, it smells like a metal smell because that's honestly what most blood smells like. And I would know, trust me. Right. Go so s- if I if I, if I smell blood, I better watch for my head being shoved down a, get- a stump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you hear, hold my beer, watch this. We're watch done. it, exactly. <laughs> All right. So I also. Rick's going to get stump pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag stump hump. <laughs> Let's make this go viral. Okay, That's go right. ahead, Jason. Sorry. Stump hump. All right, so this one, they actually have an explanation for a chill. Um, there's a spirit called Baru Baru. Ooh. Um, which, it's a terrible ghost from Japanese folklore said to lurk in forests and graveyards in the form of an old person. Sometimes they have 
only one eye. It attaches itself to the victim's spine and causes a chill to run down them, and it can also cause death by fright. Shit. Now, there's this one. This one's, uh, this next one is... He's a badass. I'll, I'll just lay it out there. Uh, uh, he's a Chinese... The Chinese hopping ghost named Xiang Shi. Okay. He's a combination of a spirit monster and an unburied corpse, kind of like a vampire. Comes to life and wreaks havoc and misfortune. Traditionally, the Chinese would bury their dead in garments that bound their legs together. So the spirit was thought to hop instead of the walk. He had gale force breath, sword-like fingernails, incredibly long eyebrows that he could lasso his enemies with, shape-shifting powers and the ability to fly away from this guy and his long eyebrows. What the hell? I mean, that's weird. I mean, the, why, did, uh, why, did a, why, why did a freaky Edward Swizzerhands just come to mind? Right, exactly. Uh, that's, that's what I could think of. That's the only thing I could think of was like Edward Swizzerhands. It's like, why the like, fuck am I seeing Johnny Depp everywhere? <laughs> like, I, I don't know Japanese culture all that well. I don't know if long eyebrows is like a sign of something. That I but don't to know. have... Yeah, you know, if this wasn't something that they actually saw, if they were, um, you know, if this wasn't something that they actually saw, that somebody came up with this vision in their head. Yeah. Of this thing with long eyebrows that would catch you with its eyebrows. But see, the fact that they came up with that is terrifying in and of itself right there. I mean, that's that's kind of fucked up anyway. I mean, <laughs> even if you look at modern day Japanese culture, they, they have all kinds of crazy stuff going on over there. Yeah. Like when I went to Japan, I was there for ten days, but I had to take a class before I went, just to you know because it's an entirely different culture. I mean, entirely different. So the shit we do over here is just you don't do over there at all. So it was it was interesting though. I think I think Rick, I may have found a date for you though. Mm. Oh, here we go. What are we talking about? So there's there's a spirit over there called Shoujo. It's a Japanese ghost that haunts the open sea. She has flaming red hair. Ooh. She intends no harm to humans, and you can catch one by luring her to land with liquor. Oh, fuck. Hey, baby, come on over here and drink my liquor. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> you guys got your passports ready to roll? Uh, my passport's ready. Let's do it. I don't have a passport. You better get I'm one, because we're going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why does this guy's luggage have like 15 bottles of liquor? Don't you judge me. <laughs> well, if people have been following me, they do know that one night on a YouTube live show, oh. I did try to conjure up Gibis, which is the female demon sexual mm-hmm. Thing and I tried to conjure it up to get a little action. Nothing happened. Well, the, the nice one and I don't know what would happen if you actually catched her. The, apparently, she likes to, she likes to dance and party, so she'd probably be down for hitting the hitting the hay. You know, yeah, <laughs> take a roll in the hay. <laughs> <laughs> Go stump hump that ghost, right? <laughs> yeah, hashtag stump hump. <laughs> so let's, let's move on to another one here. This one's actually from India and this, you know I, I'm gonna I'm start hitting the ones that, that kind of have a, a weird sense to them because I've been having a bit to drink 
Um, but so this is a churel from India, the ghost of a low caste woman who cannot find peace as she died in childbirth doing during or and this is the part that's kind of like I don't I mean I, I kind of get it but modern day is not going to jive with this the, femi- the whole feminine move- movement is not going to like this so this ghost she either died in childbirth or died during ritual impurity which is menstruation to them oh um shit so yeah, she would entice young men and hold them captive until they're old. So Shit. Who knows what they do with the men? But there's only one way to find out, boys. <laughs> Not it. I guess we're going to <laughs> India. Too. Do you put your finger on your nose? <laughs> Not it. <laughs> oh. oh my god, that is good sauce. Oh. Well, what do you what do you got for us, Josh? I got jack crap nothing. You don't want to know why? Because well, I don't have I don't have the internet right now. Oh, that's so my I, that's I my problem. Take take notes and nope. write them down. Um, I had full intention of doing that, <laughs> and then uh, I was like, oh no, I'll be fine because I had uh, three websites pulled up, you know, uh, ready yeah. to go. But yeah. Alas, more, so here. I, could, I could go on for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh yeah, I got, I got tons more. So, um, have you uh, ever heard of a Kelly from Scottish folklore? No. So it's a it's a mean water spirit, and it said they are thought to inhabit every lake and stream. A death omen when you see the shape if they are in the shape of a horse or a shaggy looking man and when they are in the shape of a horse if this to lure travelers to mount them and then they jump into the water and drown them shit and as after after they drown they eat the body consume the entire person except for their liver which floats up to the top and floats downstream so apparently, at least at some point, to come up with the story, they were finding all kinds of livers in the water. That's the only reason I can see. Why the liver, though? Like, why? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I could see the Irish. Yeah. They, you know, they're known. Ireland. I don't, I don't know. They are Scottish known for drinking a lot? They're yeah. really close to them. So maybe that's just, you know, wasn't consumable. Shit it's kind of chewy. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I don't want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's good. It's stuff. like the fat around the edge of the steak, where most people cut it off, but it's got the most flavor. So, Ugh, that's freaking nasty. See, I'm not into nasty hey? food or anything like that. Now, hey Richard, by the way, I w- I wanted to fill you in on this too. Do you have a pen handy? Oh, God. Oh, like a, um, a writing utensil? I've got a laptop in front of me. That's perfect. I want you to take down a number for me. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Of course <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> this is, don't you don't you bother us, Jason. We're having a moment. 
Damn it. I want you to get oh, you, you can trade information afterwards. If oh, you no, want no, Rick no. to come up there so badly no, or call no, you no. so you can hear his sweet voice without your distrand or whatever's going on tonight, you can do it off off the air. This I've been up there many times, Jason, okay? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I've slept in that room that he's in right now. Yeah, buddy. I think he's sitting in the chair work. No, go ahead. What was the number? <laughs> All right. It's 913-730-7255. That is the ectoplasm oh, no, no. phone number. Now, what I want you to do with that phone number, 913-730-7255, what I want you to do with that number is I want you to crank call the shit out of it. I'm going to pick the best ones, and I'm going to play them on here because it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, only, this is going to be so fun. Oh, my God. Only yeah. one person has left a message. Only one. Is that me? And I actually have it right here. I have a message right here that was to me. It, it directed me as a fine, fine piece of man candy. Yeah, you're going to have to I, crank I, it up. You, you guys heard it, but I'll, I'll play it here. Crank it up a little bit. And I just wanted to say that that... Jason Coops, it sounds like one fine piece of man candy. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's so hot. That Elsie well, Shagnassy, man. Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in on some secret information here. He is one fine piece of man candy. I'm looking <laughs> at him right here. Cats out of the bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> If you I'm wanted to find it. him, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. I'll give you his cell phone number. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, um, but uh, there's also a zillion other ways to get a hold of us as well. Um, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, at ectoplasmshow on Twitter, and the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook, and obviously the phone number. And now, I, I, I got a wild hair up my ass. Something happened to me. I don't understand what exactly. But I want, I want to make an ectoplasm app. And I, I don't know why yet, but I do. But it's proving to be quite the pain in the ass. I do know that. So the Ectoplasm app might be coming soon, and maybe not. I don't know. Hell, it might be out by Friday, by the time we air this show. I have no idea yet. <laughs> hey, hey, Josh. Yeah. Um, What kind of feeling do you get in the pit of your stomach when I say premium content. Premium. Oh, I just barfed. Premium. <laughs> <laughs> just barfed. Josh, Josh hit me with, we, we were originally talking about extending the news show and doing an extra hour of news for the premium content. Right. Which, we, uh, in all reality, we could probably still do. But Josh came up with a great idea, and I'm not going to go into it right now. Last week, and I love it, and we're going to make it work. So premium yeah. content coming soon. And here's and the, here's the good thing about the premium, like about the, the oh yeah, I do I do have to, I have to put the uh, the cat out of the bag as far as the special guest that's coming. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to say something real quick about the premium content or whatever. It's going to be cheap as shit, so cheap in fact that everybody will be able to to take advantage of it. So it's not going to be some astronomical price or anything like that because that's ridiculous. So, so yeah, it'll be very, very cheap. Now, 
Now, can I, can I, because I had a premonition while you were talking, because I yeah. listen to your podcast all the time. Right. Um, and you were talking about this special guest. What voice do you like better, Rich? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of partial to Josh's, but, and then you pop on with this deep voice that like vibrates my ears. It's that pleasing <laughs> baritone, isn't it, buddy? So, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I just wanted to, I'm not going to burst your bubble. But does it start with an R? No. Dang it. Oh, I'm going to announce it right now anyways. I, am I know, but I didn't, I didn't want to steal his thunder. I no. was just, I was hoping my psychic, see, I'm not that psychic, so. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that. So, anyway. So, two guys in psychic, two guys in a no. <laughs> so, I met this lady in Gettysburg a couple years ago, and got to talking with her and I didn't really at first I didn't realize who she was and then I got it because I was like oh shit like she like we are all very familiar with the movie The Conjuring you know um we're all familiar with you know the Ed and Lorraine case um that then obviously spawned the movie um so our special guest is going to be Andrea Perrin who actually uh lived in that house um, while all this shit was going on. So, I mean, that's her family that that movie is based on. That's that's her and her family. Um, and she's written three books on the subject, House of Darkness, House of Light, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. And um, they're freaking phenomenal. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Um, so she is going to be our special guest uh, the first week of February. So coming up very, very soon. And she is super fun. Um, and... She's already instructed me that uh, it's kind of a no-holds-barred thing. Any question that we come up with, it doesn't matter. Um, she's literally an open book. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that uh, about that prospect there. So it, it, it's going to be a great freaking interview, honestly. You are in for a treat. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I had, her, I had her on. When I ran my podcast, I had her on. And the two hours that I... It wasn't even close. It wasn't even far enough. Yeah. There's a lot of information in that case. Oh, yeah. I mean, her books are 1,500 pages each. 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 Trust me. I'm rereading. Yeah. Yes. I, um, <laughs> I wanted to read them before she was on, and I'm definitely not going to be able to do that. <laughs> I don't they're, have enough time, yeah. actually. No, I get but, that. And then with everything that just recently happened, which I'm hoping you're doing your research on because she's caused a lot of controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, you can get around on that. So, yeah, it's going to be an awesome, awesome year. Yeah, I can't wait, honestly. It'll be a lot of fun. So, like you said, you know, yes, I'm, I've been doing my research, coming up with, a, a, I don't know, a battery of questions, I guess, is what you want to call it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. anybody out there wants to be our interviewee on the 100th episode, Send us a video, reply to a tweet. Call me on my damn phone call, number. Call him on the phone, man. I'm telling you, um, that's what it's there for. Call that damn we number. We'll get at least, hopefully, maybe more than one on the 100th episode. You will be the guest. We're going to have to do something big for the, uh, I don't know, for the for the 100th episode. We're going to have to do something big. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're going to have the guests and things like that, but we need to make it special. Like very special, pantsless party, right? So we're gonna get—I don't know—we're gonna you get. You can't see my bottom half right now. 
<laughs> Me either. <laughs> See, and now I knew this point of the show was going to happen. Somebody was going to make like a dick reference. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so we have to close it out. Why you got to bring my granddad? <laughs> Oh my gosh. 913-730-7255. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com or at Ectoplasm Show or the Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. I hope you guys are doing great. Uh, Jason, Rick, thank you guys so very, very much for hanging out and uh, having a great freaking show with us tonight. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, make Josh at the email he gave you and tell him that you want a second hour of us three together. Just and we'll make it happen. Just effing off. Yeah, just flood his email box, folks. And then also call 913-730-7255 and just demand that you get a second hour of Jason, Rick, and Josh. Yes. So, Has- yes. Hashtag stub home. <laughs> We're going to make this happen. It's going to happen. Oh, you know, if I have too much more to drink, I will be seeing Sherman Williams. <laughs> I'm just telling you, buddy. You wait for the yes, uh, the I said Sherman Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's Sherwin. Sherwin. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Sherman? <laughs> Is that your next door neighbor? <laughs> That's right. Oh my God! All right, well, I'm wrapping up. We'll talk to you guys very, very soon. You guys have a great freaking weekend. Peace out. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this.